The devil does not care about you. We are just pawns in his evil scheming. That's all we are. That's all you are to him. He is in rebellion against God. He knows that his days are numbered. He knows that he's going to the pit of hell one day and he is striving to take as many people with him as he can. He is in rebellion. His desire is to kill and to steal and destroy anything that has been made in the image of God and that's you and that's me. The devil does not care about us. Also, the devil does not care about stuff. He doesn't care about the things of this earth either. Adultery, guns, music, lust, alcohol, drugs, sexual immorality, per perversion, gluttony, trafficking, political corruption, abuse, hate, pride month. He doesn't care about what is used for his advantage. He doesn't care. He's about confusion. He's about Darkness. He is the author of lies. All these are simple tools, just tools in his hand to corrupt, to distract, and to destroy. That's his plan. That's his strategy. He has no rules. He follows no standards and he follows no morals. Just pure rebellion against God and his creation. And many people are following him straight into the pit of hell because he has tricked them into loving the world. They love the world more than they love the Father. John says, for everything, everything in the world, look what he says, the flesh the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So check that out. It pretty much covers just about everything. Kind of could fall into this, this description of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are the assaults on mankind in a dark, in a dark world. That's what this is. The assaults of the enemy in a dark, dark world. And John calls out three sins. Check them out, let's check them out. Three categories. Lust of the flesh, see it? Lust of the flesh, this is sensual lust, this is pleasure, this is emotion, this is making it all about my feelings. Not fact, not science, not truth, but how I feel. Man, is this happening right now, right? All lust has its seat in the flesh. That's, that's where it stirs us. It's where it draws us in. It, 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 it rouses us. Romans 6.12, Paul said, Do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies so that you obey its evil desires. Don't do it. Don't allow it to happen. He says, lust of the eyes. This is visual, right? Enticing, luring, covetousness. This is evil curiosities. The devil uses the big screen, right? TV, commercials, billboards, all to entice and to plant seeds of lust in your heart and in your mind. Because he knows if he can plant those seeds there, there's a good chance 
He's going to water them and they're going to grow. And eventually they're going to bite you. Studies show, studies show that there is more sexual content in TV ads and in commercials now than ever before. Just in the last few years, it has increased 51%. Barna Research says that the biggest temptation back in the days of old, 20 years ago, was 55% of people said eating too much was the big temptation. Eating too much. You know what it is today? 44% say the biggest temptation is this, spending too much time on social media or on the media in general. No wonder, no wonder the sexual content has gone up 51%. Because the devil knows where people hang out. That's why. He knows where they hang out. And let me just say to dads, dads, listen, if you want your kids to be swept away by the world, then let them have unlimited access to their iPhones, their Game Boys, and their iPads. Just let them be on that as much as they want, and they will be swept away by the world. You want them to have a chance at standing firm for God? Then you must limit their technology exposure and you need to get them involved in godly activities. Things that involve godly people and Christian organizations. They need to be around other Christians as they, as they work it out in life, as they grow up in their faith, as they study the word together with others their age, as they pray together with other people and, and read the scripture together and learn to play and have fun and learn to be good people for the Lord. They need to be around that. You dads, you are very much responsible for the shaping of your children in the Lord. You are responsible. The government has no business, no business claiming your children. They have no business raising your children. The devil is after your children in the schools, in the culture, and on social media. Let's help our kids stand firm in the Lord. Be on your guard for your children or they will get swept away like a tsunami. And he says, the third thing is the pride of life. John's way ahead of his time here, isn't he? The pride of life. Boy, oh boy, do we hear that word a lot lately. I don't want to get too worked up on this, but the word pride is the word eleison, eleison in the Greek, and it means this, it means this braggadocia. <laughs> I didn't even think that was a word. Braggadocia. Braggadocia. Somebody is a, a braggart, you know. It means the arrogance of living. Self-promoting. This is the flaunting of sin. The pride of life. Me, look what I have done. The denying of God's truth, 
the celebrating of sinful behavior where the world says good is evil and evil is now good. The sickness of sin coming from the highest places in the world and in our country like never before. Never before. The destruction of marriage, the murdering of innocent children, the claiming of your children toward ungodliness, the confusion of what God made as a family unit, not to mention the complete disregard for this nation's traditions and principles that once were founded in Scripture but are no longer, no longer. See, the world has been hijacked the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. See, there is really, really, really nothing new under the sun, if you really think about it. Nothing is too new. Think about this, the lust of the flesh. Man, that fruit is delicious. The lust of the eyes. Man, that fruit looks so good. And the pride of life. You will be like God. See, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Same old lies, different rappers. The assault is on our senses, on our senses, the appetites and the passions of our humanist, human, 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 our humanity or our humanness. And I might add, our God-given desires and humanness that God has built into who we are, but have been fully exploited by the evil one, right? Souls gone wild is, is how we're living in this world, the world of lustful living, allowing our passions and our emotions and our feelings of the flesh to dictate and to override the truth of God. God, morality has turned to immorality in the most disgusting ways. And people just go along with it. These things come from the pit of hell. And John says, they come not from the Father, comes not from the Father, but from the world. From the one who is in rebellion against the Father. See, there's this huge chasm, this huge divide between love the world and love for God. Both are moving in completely different directions. Being carnally minded, chasing after the world stuff, and having the mind of Christ, seeking after the things of God. You are either going to do one or the other. If you try to do both, you are doing the wrong one. The only way that you can love the Father is if you love the Father with everything in you. Right? And the person. So the person who chooses to put the world ahead of God does so at their own eternal destruction. You will spend eternity separated from God in hell forever if you love the world more than you love God. 
the world and its desires, verse 17, the world and its desires pass away. All of the ways of men and all of the ways of the devil, the desires, the lusts of the world, the systems, the lies, the conformity to the world, the herd mentality of just be quiet and go along with the crowd will indeed pass away. In fact, it is already passing away. It will depart. It will go far, far away. Even now it is fading. The world will pass away, and so will those who are attached to the world. But whoever, he says, whoever does the will of God lives forever. Do you see that little word, that little four-letter word? Whoever does the will of God, that four-letter word, D-O-E-S. That word means active. It's the word poignant. It means to do, it means to act, it means to cause. It's active and it's continuing in, does. You're continuing to do. That's what that word means. Those who are doing the will of God, living according to the desires and the plans and the ways of God will live forever. So to those who say, and you've heard people say this, all you need to do is just believe. You hear people say, just say this little prayer and you are good to go with God. John, the apostle, begs to differ. He begs to differ. Those who do and those who continue to do the will of God live forever. Life to the fullest. They will abide till the age to come. That is the age of eternity. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. The love for this world and the love for this father are not only incomparable, but they are completely incompatible. We all live on the earth and we have to choose, are we going to love the world or are we going to love the father? And for most people who, who want to dwell somewhere in the middle and have the best of both, you're just fooling yourself. We're kidding ourselves. The devil has blinded us. Blinded us into thinking we're okay somewhere in the middle here. And we're not. See, these two things are not even close. There's, there's, they have nothing in common. They are truly an eternity apart. The way that you know, the way that you will know if you love the world or that you love the Father is kind of simple. The way that you know that you love the world or you love the Father is quite simple. And here it is. What do you truly set your heart on? Like, honestly, what is your heart set on? What do you... What are you chasing after? What's so important to you? Where is your mind on? What is your mind on most of the time? Is God in control of, of the processes of your thinking at all times? And when it comes to the things of the world, what, what are you chasing after? What's so important to you? 
The world is moving quickly away from the truth of God and the time to go all in is now because the world's going to continue to go further and further away from God. And many are going to just get swept in the current of evil. Unless you make a conscious decision to say, I am all in with God and I'm going to line every aspect of my life up with him. The time is now. God expects nothing less than 100% of you. That's what he expects. God bless you guys. Go and live it. Do not love this world or anything in the world. God bless you guys. Have a good one. See you next time.